Thanks for joining us for Bread of Life. Bread of Life is sponsored by Bread of Life Fellowship in Boise. You're welcome to join our times of worship every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. We meet in the Old White Church located on the corner of State Street and Walnut in the Warm Springs area of Boise. To contact us, please call 331-4096. That number again is 331-4096. And now, here is our speaker, Joel Van Hoogen of Bread of Life Fellowship in Boise. Why do the heathen rage and the people plot or imagine, the real word here could be moan or murmur, a vain thing. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed, saying, let us break their bands or bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. Just a couple of things of interest here. The kings in that day and age thought themselves to be designatees of different deities, different divine powers. And so, in a sense, all of the representatives of all the divine powers gather together. All the demonic powers gather together to plot and plan their escape from the rule of God over their lives. And also, when they speak, they speak against the Lord and His anointed, and they consider them one in the exercise of their control and power over their lives. Let us break their bonds. Let us break their cords, they say. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. He shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. As for me, is the way it reads, yet I have set my king on my holy hill in Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said to me. You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. Now, therefore, be wise, O kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest He be angry and you perish in the way when His wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all those who put their trust in Him. The psalm you've just listened to is Psalm 2, and this psalm introduces us to the one who will one day rule the world in righteousness. But this world has and always will resist his rule. There are four voices in the psalm, presenting four movements. The first movement gives us the voice of the nations in these first three verses, and they express their rebellious plot against God. Let us break their bonds and pieces and cast away their, God and his anointed kings, cords from us. Like all hearts, the nations turn from God and from His rule. The second movement finds God speaking in verses 4 through 6. God is unflappable in His response. He is not threatened by the plots of men. He laughs and He says, I have installed my king who will rule. The third movement finds the voice of the anointed king and he shares with us the plan that God has shared with him. This is the voice of our Lord Jesus and He says, I have been given all things as my inheritance, and I will put down all rebellion in due time. The fourth voice is the last movement in the psalm, and it's the voice of the wise preacher. That should be us. He speaks to the nations and to all people and says, Submit to God now, before it's too late. Scripture has foretold the nation's ongoing resistance of God and revealed God's steady response, and also given to us, 
our message to the nations. While you read your newspapers, be informed as to what to say to the age you live in from God's unchanging word. The anointed one is speaking. I've been installed. I've been appointed upon this throne. I will rule. I will put down all the nations. I will raise up peace forevermore. The rebellions of men shall be brought to an end. David's throne shall have an everlasting king reigning out of Jerusalem, bringing Zion's peace. He shall end all rebellion. He shall smash into pieces all those who rebel against him. Go to Micah chapter 4 very quickly, and we'll read this as well. Micah chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. These are the things that the people were taught to long for because God had prophesied it and promised it. They weren't longing for something that God hadn't promised. They were longing that God would fulfill what He had said He would bring. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and the people shall flow to it. Many nations shall come and say, Come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us His ways and we shall walk in His paths. For out of Zion the law shall go forth and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem And he shall judge between many peoples and rebuke strong nations afar off. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. But everyone shall sit under his own vine and under his own fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken it. There is the word of the anointed one. Fourth, now we have the voice of the wise preacher in verses 10 through 12. And this should be us. Instead of the panic at the plots of the nations, instead of wringing our hands at the wicked rebellions of rulers and leaders and their duplicity, let us learn to rest in God's sovereign outlook. And as he sits and smiles, let us learn to smile with him in his determination. I have appointed my Messiah. The king is on his throne. The anointed one has been installed. We should find comfort in the plan of God. We know his plan. We don't always know what men are plotting behind closed door. We can get ourselves involved in some kind of vain pursuit of every conspiracy. Don't waste your time. God has declared what is to come and made it plain to us. What we know is that Jesus has come once to bring righteousness to all who believe in Him. And Jesus will come again to keep all of God's other promises. All of them, including these. And so, it's time for us to speak. But now we speak to the nations, or to our neighbors, and we say something like this. Now therefore be wise, O kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest He be angry, and you perish in the way when His wrath is kindled but a little while. How blessed are those. Look at my life. Let me tell you from my own experience. How blessed are those who put their trust in Him in any age. Basically, we're saying, you better wise up And you better get right with God. He will not be mocked for long. His arm is not so short that he cannot bring judgment or justice. 
He is patient. But even patience has its time limit. Serve God in fear. Rejoice in awe before Him. Kiss His anointed one, His Son. It is His right due. Now the king may not listen. The kings may not listen to our speech. You can write this, by the way, in an op-ed for the editorial in your paper if you'd like. You can call into the news shows and the talk shows and share this bit of information. If they don't listen to your advice, let me suggest you take it yourself. Fear Him and serve Him and rejoice with trembling. When you see all these things happening, rejoice with trembling. God is about to do something wonderful and awesome. Kiss the Son as an expression of complete and utter holy allegiance to Him and be blessed in the righteous man and receive from the King of Righteousness all of His blessings upon your head. That was the story, and this is the song of Israel's dream. And God has given this dream to us as well. We who are not Jews but Gentiles have been saved by this Messiah, this Savior, and we have been grafted into His righteousness, and we are waiting for His return to reign upon the earth out of Jerusalem. And this reign shall elevate us to be rulers with Him upon the earth in time and for all eternity. And when He returns, the Bible has promised us that the remnant of Israel that is upon the earth shall look upon him whom they've pierced, and they shall mourn and believe in Him in a day. And God will keep His promise to them as well. Let me give you five points of application. I'll just read them to you. They're not mine. They're from a commentator named William Van Gimmeren. And he doesn't speak to how we ought to praise our way through the Psalms, knowing this is true, but he does speak of how we ought to pray our way through the Psalms. He gives five recommendations. First, our prayers should include a petition for the full establishment of this messianic kingdom upon the earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh, that should mean, Lord, be king and ruler of my life today. Second, our prayers should include thanksgiving that we who are Gentiles have been incorporated into his kingdom and that the Son of David, our Savior, reigns and rules in His kingdom in our hearts right now. Praise Him for it. It is a token of the reign we shall be involved in upon the earth. Third, our prayers should include a plea for the nations in rebellion against God. O oh God, turn them from their vain plots, and God, raise up from their lands true disciples for Yourself. Fourth, our prayers should include supplications for our brothers and sisters who are suffering under governments who are openly hostile to Christ and His kingdom. I don't know how far you think your prayer should reach for all in that condition. Fifth, our prayers should include intercessions for the Jewish people that they may soon be restored to the Anointed One and see Him as their long-awaited righteous King. And that together with us they might learn, blessed are all those who trust in Him. Let's bow our heads and let's pray.
thank you, Father, for the sweeping nature of your word and the promises of your word, which are yea and amen. What does it say? In Christ Jesus. We thank you, dear Lord Jesus, that you've presented yourself to be the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the sum and the total of all that is longed for and hoped for and desired and anticipated. We thank you that you are sufficient to quench all of our laments because you answer them all. Lord, we still live in the day of contradictions, in the day of the plotting of vain things, and the carrying out of the destructions of the rebellious heart. But, Heavenly Father, in Jesus Christ, we have also been seated in the heavenlies who have trusted and believed in you. So surround us now with your confident smile. Let us cast our eyes upon the enthroned King who is enthroned within our own hearts. Let us rejoice that the day of his complete and utter redemption is at hand. And during this time, O oh God, may we be your wise counselors to all you send our way. Fear him. Tremble before him. Kiss the feet of this one who bears the scars of his suffering on your behalf and comes again to rule. We ask it in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen. This has been the Bread of Life, a ministry of the Bread of Life Fellowship in Boise, Idaho. For a copy of this broadcast, just call us at 208-331-4096. Until the next time, may God bless you.